Welcome to the FCC Podcast. Hear all the stories, worship, and teaching from Sunday service. Want to connect with us or learn more about FCC? Visit us at FCCETown.com. You know, last week as we started into the series, I introduced you to three categories that uh, the, the Psalms fit into. All the Psalms that we have in the, the book of Psalms in our Bible kind of fit into one of these three categories. And the, the first category is that sense of orientation. It is that sense that you are just rock solid in your trust in God. And there are folks that were writing the Psalms that, are, that we have in our Bible that were in those kind of seasons of life where it just was so clear to them that God was in control and that he had it and that, that, it, that he was going to take it from here. And those are great places to be in our life. But then we talked about another category that comes up that, that's the opposite of that. And it is those psalms that are psalms of disorientation. And in the psalms of disorientation, it's the exact opposite. It's, it's the, 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 the ground is kind of falling out from under your feet and everything is confusing and everything is upside down and, and, and there's disappointment and there's hurt and there's frustration and there's pain and there's chaos. And, and, and some of us have been in those moments of life here recently too. And then the third category is the, the psalms of new orientation where God just surprises us with his joy that, that, that shows up in the world, and we just are overwhelmed by the fact once again and reminded once again that he is in control and that he's got this. And in those moments, we are uh, reminded of just who God is. And, and what happens along the way is that we go through all those different seasons in our life, but sometimes that move towards new orientation where you're kind of surprised by something you, you didn't know that God was going to do, some of that is just as jarring in a positive way for us to move into that new orientation time as it is to have the ground go out from under us and, and enter into a time of disorientation. For me, personally, um, 2022 has been a season of disorientation when the ground has constantly slipped out from under my feet. And just as an example of that, um, this is the year that I got a phone call from my mom and she let me know that she had cancer, that it had spread, and that um, it was very aggressive. My mom was 88 years old. I got that phone call from her in February of this year. And she passed away in July of this year. Now, my mom had cancer previously. All the way back when I was a freshman in high school, 1983. And uh, she prayed, she's told me this multiple times, that, that she prayed then that God would give her four more years so that I could finish high school and that she could be there for all of that. After that phone call in February, I was on lots of planes and in lots of airports and on lots of FaceTime calls and phone calls through about a five month period. And somewhere in the midst of all of that, she said to me, you know, I asked him for four more years, 
and he gave me 36. So once again, he gave me far more than I ever asked for. And that was my mom. She's a great woman, and a great woman of faith. And it's great to be able to talk about her in all those great ways, but it doesn't change the fact that there is a void that is left in my life for the woman that I have called mom for my whole life. And it has left me disoriented. And that's just a part of the crud that has been 2022 for me. However, Recently, in the last few weeks or so, in kind of preparing for today, I have been overwhelmed by a new orientation and a new angle and a new way to look at this year. And I want to share it with you. And it includes you. And so let me start with this, something simple, something exciting, but something that is a view from overhead. So over the last five weeks around here at First Christian Church, um, we've seen lots of people. And I've had a chance to kind of reconnect with people that I haven't seen in a long time. And I've had a chance to meet some people that I'd never met before and have gotten to know a little bit more along the way. And so many people uh, have been prayed for during 2022 and have been prayed, that, that prayed for that they would kind of have a chance to be introduced to Jesus or be introduced to Jesus in a new way. And we've seen a lot of those folks who have stepped into the church and heard about Jesus in just the last few weeks. And I know that we have seen change in our world and I know that we've seen change around our community throughout 2022 as life has kind of returned. But you may be surprised to see what's happened around here. I looked at the, the first five weeks of this year. Okay, the first five weeks of 2022, and you got to realize this is coming off of 2020, which we all know was not a super fun year, and then 2021 that we were all hoping was going to be way better, and it was only a little bit better. And so then we started into 2022, and when we started, the first five weeks of 2022, we had on Sunday mornings, uh, the, the folks that were here, we averaged uh, a total of 663. That was our average, and we were excited about that. Because God was at work and we were seeing some folks return and we were excited to see that many people with us on Sunday mornings. That was the first five weeks of this year. Well, I started to look at our last five weeks here in 2022. And here's what I found. We have been, um, during those five weeks, over a thousand one time in our in-person and online um, service. And during those last five weeks, just the last five weeks that we've had around here, we have had an average attendance of 964. Can you just imagine that? That, that is average growth of like 300 and one person. That's in 10 months time, okay? Awesome stuff that God has been doing right under our nose. 
And life is returning in lots of areas that, that we're kind of all involved in, okay? We see it. We see life returning in the restaurants as people are eating out at restaurants. We see that a lot. We, we see people shopping. That's awesome. We see people, maybe even frustratingly, we see lots and lots of more people on the road traveling around. We see people going to concerts and people going to sporting events. That they're full places where this is happening. But churches around the country have not been experiencing the same thing. In fact, most churches around the country are seeing about 65 to 75% of a return of folks um, from who they saw on Sunday mornings before the pandemic happened. And for some parts of the country, it is even a lower number than that. But when I went back and I looked at our life before lockdown. Okay, now we already know this, that, that our current average attendance after these last five weeks was 964. When I went back to the, the five weeks that we had as a church before lockdown and before kind of the world shut down for a little bit there, check this out, okay? Our average attendance in February and March of 2020, 955. Welcome back, First Christian Church. It is awesome to see you again. Now, th those numbers are amazing, and I will freely admit that they are somewhat surprising to me, that there is a little season along the way where I wasn't sure that that was gonna happen, and I wasn't sure how long it would be before that happened, and, and there were some moments where I, I just, I didn't know. But again, th th this is the overhead view. I wanna share with you some stories that have happened during this wacky and weird season in our world where life and light and joy have overwhelmed the grief and the hurt and the darkness in people's lives. Watch Kimberly's story. When I was a young child, I had no memory of Jesus being taught to me. Then, when I was 13, I was sent away to a children's home. During this time, I was introduced to God. However, I was a very lost and confused child. Unfortunately, the good news fell on deaf ears. <clears throat> During this time in my life, I had an emptiness that I couldn't seem to get rid of. This sent me looking for the cure in all the wrong places. God gives us desires, desires that are meant to be brought to their fullness in His grace. However, I didn't yet know the God I was introduced to back when I was 13. So I went about my life as a young adult trying to find the answer to my problems. I sought out love in men that didn't respect me I tried to fill the loneliness by going to bars on the weekends. I spent 20 years hoping the void would go away, but it didn't. Now I know it was because I was trying to handle it myself. It took an ending to a long-term relationship, a few months of self-soothing to realize that what I was doing was not working. I was 50 years old when I came to that realization but that cracked open the door to my heart. That was all God needed to begin to fill me with his graces. 
Soon I began to look for a church to attend to regularly. I found First Christian and it felt like I was home. I was baptized a few months later and began to look for opportunities to learn more about this God that desired me. I joined two Bible studies and became good friends with women who were striving for holiness. They became examples in my life of the kind of woman I want to be. I am now surrounded by Christians that love God and love others. It has changed my perspective on the world and given me a greater mission in my life. I know my purpose. I am a daughter of the, the Most High God and He has set me apart to advance His kingdom, to shine His glorious light into the darkest crevices, and I am just getting started. It doesn't matter what your past looks like, nor your age. God holds you in existence in this moment because He sees a future in you. I am proof that it is never too late to turn over control to the one who created you. Thank you, Kimberly, for sharing your story. Because that's just one of those stories where God has gone to work through his word and he's gone to work through friendships and he's gone to work through um, Kimberly being courageous enough to take another step, another step that would be just a little bit closer to God. And, and in taking that step, God met her there as he, he promised he would. And God's met lots of people that way in, in 2022 around here at First Christian. During this year, uh, we've had the chance to see folks who um, have kind of stepped forward to say, hey, I wanna be a part of this church. I wanna be a part of this community, this family here at First Christian Church. These are people who have made decisions to follow Jesus uh, previously in their life, but are saying, look, I wanna be a part of this family and this community, what's going on around here at FCC. And during this, year, we've already seen 50 people who have made the decision to make First Christian Church their home. And we are so happy to have them with us and, uh, and to celebrate with them that they're part of this family. But in addition to that, we've had the chance, the amazing opportunity to see people who have made that decision to take a first step and to say for the first time, I want to accept Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. I want to accept his grace and his mercy and his love. I want to know his forgiveness. I want to know him as the leader of my life and the Savior of my life. And I want to be baptized. We've had a lot of opportunity to see some of those folks too. Take a look at the faces that maybe you have forgotten through the year.
So I said in first service that we had 32 who have already been baptized. I have to adjust that already. Uh, we had two folks who were baptized in between services while you were all eating bacon. And so uh, they were baptized. So 34 have been baptized around here in, in 2022. We have others who are planning, as I mentioned last week, over the next 10 days. So by the end of next week, you can add five more souls to that decision. Uh, and it has been an awesome year for people making that decision for Christ here at First Christian Church, and it's what God has been up to kind of right under our nose in the midst of all of this, because he is incredible, and because he is unexpected, and because he is amazing, the work that he can do in the midst of times that might even feel at times like disorientation, God is at work, and he's done great things around here. But this year has not just been marked by change for people um, who are making first-time time decisions for Jesus. That's fantastic that we get to celebrate that. But there's some of us who have been followers of Jesus for quite some time, and uh, we've had the opportunity to kind of make uh, changes and adjustments to our life because we're seeking to follow him even more this year than we have in the past. We, we've had uh, challenges that have gone out. We started back in March of 2022 with a year-long effort that we called Be a Light. And it was all about being the light that Jesus called us to be to the people that we already know. And it was a challenge that was put in front of all of us. And it started with a blank slate, and it has changed. Take a look at what's taken place this year. started with a blank piece of wood. There were 800 holes for light bulbs to go in. But not just any light bulbs. These were special light bulbs. Because the challenge was to, to pick up a bulb if you were accepting the challenge and write down five names of people that you knew who were already in your life that needed the light of Jesus. And to write their first name on that bulb and write five of them on that bulb and then put the bulb into the display and turn it until it lights up, not just so the display lights up, but that you're making a commitment to pray for those people, to pray for those names, to pray for opportunities to share Jesus with them or to invite them to come and hear about Jesus, maybe even in a brand new way. And man, it is something that we have been up to this year. Um, all along the way, there have been um, Moments where there were lots of spaces to fill in and then lots of letters to fill in and then fewer and fewer. And, 
As I counted earlier this week, there were about 50 spots left, and I just counted before I came in here for second service, and there are 12 spots still left to be filled up. And, and here's what that means. I mean, it's, it's awesome that that's taken place, and it's, it's awesome that you're praying for those folks, but, but I have moments where I get to drive through here on a daily basis, and I see uh, that display, and sometimes when people forget to turn it off at night, it's lit up like you just saw. And when you go by and you see all those lights blaring, they're LED, so it's not costing us that much. It's okay. <laughs> but I'm reminded that on those bulbs, there's five people each. And it's like 750, because I like easy round numbers. If there's 750 of those bulbs that are in place and there's five names on each one, it's a lot of names. It's 3,500-ish, maybe more. I haven't done my math in a while, but it's a lot of names of people that we're praying for, people that you're caring for, people that many of you took opportunity during at the movies to say, hey, this is my opportunity. I wanna invite one of the people that are on my light bulb to come and, and see and hear about Jesus maybe in a new way. And, and for some folks, there has been movement this year to uh, volunteer in all kinds of different places. We've had uh, new folks who have been part of our worship team, new folks who have been part of our tech team, part of our kid town ministry, part of Elevate, our student ministry. And it's been great to see these, these new volunteers, these new people who are making that step and that adjustment in their walk with Jesus. We've seen people who have made adjustments to how they give and, 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 and kind of how frequently they give and what they give and, and what a tithe is. And they've made changes that are different than they've ever given before. And we've seen people who have taken steps to say, I want to be a part of a life group this year. I'm going to try that this year and see what that might very well mean to me. It's often little moments that we participate in that kind of string together into these big moments that can all happen in one year. Which is exactly what happened for Jordan. Listen to his story. I could go two services talking about how he's been good to me in the last two years, or the last year, but um, to, to shorten that, uh, definitely Stephanie and Ava, my wife and my stepdaughter, I mean, they're, they're heavenly gifts in my life. I mean, I, I cannot, when I, some days I wake up, I'm like, is this a dream? Like, what did I do to deserve this some days? And that is what I'm uh, most thankful for. Um, over the last year, but I got baptized with Stephanie too. Um, we both got baptized on February 2nd. Definitely, it's been an awesome year. Um, got engaged, you know, marriage. Um, I'm just overwhelmed with joy <laughs> being able to make moments with Stephanie and Ava. Um, awesome moments. Um, she is amazing. She didn't pay me to say this, but. Um, she, she keeps me level-headed, she has my back, she believes in me, and she is just an awesome person, inside and out, and her daughter's the same way. It's amazing, her, she, her daughter's eight, Ava's eight, and she is 
So smart, um, so funny. My first experience being in a life group. I mean, that it, it, it's a game changer for me. I mean, I, it's you get more involved and you're hands-on. You're not just in the you know pews in, in church. You're actually involved in the thick of things with people that have real life stuff going on. And that's really had a huge impact on me. When you have something going on, you can always count on those people to not judge you or you know, they're gonna be there for you, no matter what the situation is. And and seeing that, like, and you know, someone saying that, and then actually seeing it in action is two different things. And me experiencing it, and like, uh, Mo and Sarah O'Brien, they they set up our whole wedding for us. I mean, they're in our life group. Awesome. I mean, I, I can't express the, uh, that day. There was so much um, joy. That overwhelmed me. I didn't know how to express my gratitude for them. I've never experienced anything like that. The grace of God in my life has been insurmountable. Um, he's been there for me through the ups and the downs, as a child, as an adult, always. And, you know, I mean, I'm just trying to put this in words. It's so hard to put this into words because of the feeling you get knowing that that God loves you and you can do all these things and, and you can be the person that you're not meant to be or the person, you know, you go through stages of life and he's always there, he's always got your back. He's changed me and it was it's only through him can I be standing here talking to you right now. I've heard that story, I've witnessed that story, I've watched it along the way this year, and it's, it's been one of those moments where you watch God just flip somebody upside down and say, this is how it's gonna be now. We're gonna move forward from here. And that's how God goes to work, and he's gone to work really uh, in, in all kinds of relationships this year, and, and he's gone to work in relationships around me and, and very close to me this year. Um, I get to work with a great staff here at First Christian Church. Uh, and I love the folks that I get to work with, but we've had an opportunity this year to meet some new faces and have some new folks become part of our team around here. I mean, these are people who are constantly looking for ways to care for you and are constantly looking for new ways to lead people closer to Jesus and new ways to love God and love people and serve others. But we've been adding uh, some, some folks this year from, from the needs that were there. And let, let me just kind of grab our, our kid town area for a moment. During this year, God introduced us uh, to Tanner Staggs. Now, last week, we had a wedding shower for Tanner and Joy because they just got married. And so they got to be a part of like the the string of food that we've had for like the last two months, okay? And so it was we're thankful for them for that. But... This year is the year that we were introduced to Tanner Staggs and he came on board on, on, on our staff team as our children's minister. That just happened this year. And then to kind of begin to, to build that team again, uh, continuing changes happened as, as Melissa Bowles, who had been serving in one way in Kidtown, took on a larger role uh, in leading ministry to our preschool kids and their families as she became our children's ministry assistant director. And then we also added Amanda Logan to our staff as she's 
taking care of our nursery area and toddlers and their families and, and is our nursery director there. And so our Kid Town team, this all happened this year. And I forgot one. And she came up in between services to tell me that she quit because I forgot her. <laughs> Not really. I think she was kidding. I'll call her later. Anyway, she, her name's Nicole Wagner and she's come on this year uh, as, as our, our child care coordinator. And so we've been so thankful to have these folks uh, heading this ministry and, and, and just realize this, that as we talked earlier about all the new folks that we've seen and the new faces that we've seen, and the new people and the growth that's been happening around here, the significant place where that growth has been happening for sure is in Kid Town with more and more and more kids every week, which means that we have a need for more and more and more volunteers each week. And, and that, that's true. I, I'm gonna accept all of those applauses as hands up saying I'm ready to serve in Kid Town. Here's the thing, we have so many volunteers, but we need more. And, and so we have ways that you can serve uh, on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis. You can serve in between the weeks and getting things ready from Sunday to Sunday, but it's not just Sundays. It's events that are going on too that you could help with. And, and we're even, we're, all, we're trying to get a Wednesday night program up and going for our kids on Wednesday nights that's, that's just for, for all kids in our community to come and be involved in, but we need to have people who would raise their hands and say, yeah, I can do that, I can help with that. And, and so here's, here's maybe something that you wanna do today, is go find Tanner or find Melissa or find Amanda and say, hey, I wanna help, I wanna serve, I, I can serve this often, okay? Or, or just tell me what some of the options are and I'll serve. I promise you, you will make their thanksgiving if you walk up to them today and say, hey, I'd love to serve somewhere in Kid Town in some way. Maybe it's on Sunday morning, maybe it's on Wednesday nights, or maybe it's, it's just an event that you wanna serve just every once in a while at an event, like there's one coming in a couple of weeks. Breakfast with Mrs. Claus, we're, we're expecting all kinds of people here, but we also need all kinds of volunteers for that. So maybe you wanna go and say, I can help with Mrs. Claus. I'll be here for a few hours on a Saturday morning to do whatever I can. It will bring joy to their heart when you go and talk to them today. So do that as we go forward. But that's just some of the new staff that we have seen here at First Christian Church. We've actually had a new person join our staff team that I've been kind of holding out on this information until today. Um, we have been searching for a full-time tech director for more than a year around here. Now, tech ministry, the technical ministry, um, online and here is, is pretty important and big at First Christian Church. And over this time that we've been looking, uh, Adam Fuller has been uh, helping out and he's been going above and beyond his part-time status to make sure that everything's working and everything's functioning. And many of you have heard Adam on the radio and so a lot of times he's running out of the radio station to come over here and do some stuff for us. And all the while we have been kind of poking at Adam and pulling on Adam and saying, Adam, this is the big spiritual speech that we give him, you should really pray about whether God wants you to serve in the tech ministry full-time. And so um, I'm pleased to tell you that starting last week, Adam Fuller is now our full-time tech director here at First Christian Church, and we're happy to have him with us. And as a church, you have been amazingly generous along the way. This has been a very tough season for lots of churches around the country, and that's not just this year, that's the last couple of years, but here at First Christian Church in 2022, giving has not just been generous, but after 
changing the budget calendar and how we do things and even uh, challenging the budget a bit because there was no longer going to be a capital campaign that was paying off uh, the, the building uh, loans and those kinds of things. All of that mortgage stuff was going right into our budget. Um, that's, that's a big hit to a budget and yet your hearts of commitment to God have been clear. Because what's happened around here is this. We have a, uh, a weekly need to meet our budget. We also have a monthly need to meet our budget. So we know kind of what we need to have happen so that we're staying up with what we were hoping would happen around here. And the monthly need that's been out there throughout most of 2022, including right now, we've been about $25,000 ahead every month here at First Christian Church because of your generosity, because of your willingness as a church to follow your commitment to God and give, and that has made such an impact on this year, and even if it's just me, and that's fine if it is, I wanna applaud you for your commitment and your generosity and your willingness to follow through on what you believe God was calling you to do, so thank you so much for your generosity. Now, I don't say all of that to say, hey, we're good, slow down on the generosity. Here's what that's allowed us to do. It's allowed us to kind of pick up some things that we had to hold off on in years past. Uh, you'll remember that we put an addition onto our Kidtown uh, area just two years ago. And in doing that, the only way we were able to kind of cross the finish line on that was we removed all of the um, furniture, the new furniture that we were gonna be putting in. And so we made do with the furniture that we had. It wasn't that the kids were sitting on the floor, but we, we made do with what we had. But because of your generosity and because we've been ahead on some things, we've been able to, to start to fill in some of those classrooms, not only for our kid town, but also for our student ministry. I want you to see, this just went in this week. This is some of the stuff that our classroom, this is, I mean, you remember, for those of us who've been in church for a while, remember sitting in metal folding chairs? That ain't that, and so it's awesome stuff for our kids and our students, and we wanna see that continue as improvements for those areas of ministry, and all of that change and all of that freshness to things around here, it happened at a time when we finally reached something we'd been working at for a couple of years behind the scene, uh, behind the scenes is we were trying to put together a new church logo and a new brand for us that just kind of freshened things up and uh, that happened this year. And so I don't know if you remember this, but I want you to see it one more time because I think it's cool. I have not been able to work all of those colors in yet, but we're gonna get to it. Uh, we're gonna figure out a way to get all of those to become real, but man, it is so good to see those on all kinds of different things, and you've seen it already start to show up in different places. You're gonna start to see it show up on our sign out front and on different things that are happening everywhere. We have folks who have t-shirts and have the, the tumblers, and uh, we've got those out there in the commons for sale right now. Um, we actually ordered more tumblers because those were all sold out, so we got some more of those, and there's a few shirts that are left, but there's also, um, and, I, and I'll credit Jason Fox on this, he, he he is our hat curator, and he has looked for a hat that fits just right and looks real good, and as he said, it fits on his big melon. So um, if, if you're looking for the perfect hat uh, for Christmas or today, whatever, they're out there, and so you can pick them up. They got the church logo on them too, and, and so um, great stuff that's going on. That's all available in the comments. So much to celebrate around here in, in 2022. Maybe your year has left you a little 
uh, lost or a little hurt or just it's felt a little flat. And to some degree, it's been your kind of view of the year that it has been disorienting. And there has been times when it feels like the ground's just kind of slipped out from underneath your feet. I get it. And I know that feeling very well. But my hope is that maybe today you've gotten a glimpse that there's been a journey going on that's been happening all around you and has been happening because of you, has been happening through you, has been happening in you that maybe you weren't aware of. And it's given you a new orientation to what God has done. And so to kind of maybe start even into the last few weeks of the year with a new understanding and a new appreciation and a new orientation of how much we can trust in our God who has got this. I'm gonna ask that we would um, read together from one of those Psalms of new orientation. So I'm gonna ask that you'd stand with me right where you are. And we're gonna uh, read together Psalm 66 because this is the God that we serve. And this is the God that we follow. And maybe today is a new orientation for you too about 2022, because this is our God. Let's read this together. Shout for joy to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. So great is your power that your enemies cringe before you. All the earth bows down to you. They sing praise to you. They sing the praises of your name. Come and see what God has done, his awesome deeds for mankind. He turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the waters on foot. Come, let us rejoice in him. He rules forever by his power. His eyes watch the nations. Let not the rebellious rise up against him. Praise our God, all peoples. Let the sound of his praise be heard. He has preserved our lives and kept our feet from slipping. We went through the fire and water, but you brought us to a place of abundance. That is our God. Amen. You know, maybe this morning, um, you're having this understanding of who God is and what God has done for you. And maybe today needs to be a day that you make a decision to follow Jesus as your savior, to say yes to his grace, to his glory, to his mercy, to his love, to his forgiveness, to his friendship, and be baptized in his name. Or, or maybe today that's a decision that you've already made, but you wanna be a part of this family. You wanna be a part of this church around here. We'd love to have you with us. And so if you have either one of those decisions, I'm gonna ask you and invite you in this song that we sing. You can walk right down these aisles. I'll meet you down front. But for the rest of us, may we just lift our voices in praise and worship to our God who has done so much around us and through us and with us and in us this year. I'm gonna have our worship team come and may we lift our voices in praise and worship to him 
for all that he has done for us.